The last line of Daf Samach Gemara the Gemara until this point was discussing the benefit of having Puru. So the Gemara says, And when the Aaron rested, Moshe said, Hashem, you should rest amongst the tens of thousands of Bnei Yisrael. Now the Lashon Revava means 10,000. Revava is his plural of 10,000, which is a minimum of 20,000. And the Lashon of Elif is a thousand, so Alfei is a minimum of 2,000. And we continue on Daf Samach so this teaches us that the only way that the Shechina would be Shoya on Yisrael, on a specific manner of Hashra is if there is at least 22,000 of Klai Yisrael, which is actually the same number of the Levim that were in the Midbar. And therefore, if Klai Yisrael has 22,000 people minus one, meaning 21,999 people, and this person was not Isaac in Therefore, of course, this person causes that the Shechina does not rest on Klai Yisrael. So you see how stringent it is to make sure to be involved in Puruvu. Abachanan says that person not involved in Puruvu, he is actually also going to be Chai Misa. The part of the was that they did not have children and they did not get married. But if they would have had children, then potentially they would have saved on behalf of their children and they wouldn't have died. And finally, Achirim Aymrim, that is brought down from Achirim, which is generally Rameya, that this causes the Shechina to be removed from Klai Yisrael Shinem, and says the Pasuk, that Kaj Baruch told Avraham Avinu that I should be to you as a God as well as to your children that follow you. If your children will follow you and when you die you have children in this world, so then the Shechina will be resting on your family and on Klai Yisrael. However, if you die and you do not have any children, who will HaKadosh Baruch Hu rest on on wood and on stone of course in order for Klai Yisrael to have a kim you have to have children and that is a part of everyone's responsibility and the Aruch asked on the sheet of Achirim that why is it that you called the Shechina to be Mestal from Gans Klai Yisrael but the Shechina should be Shaya on the rest of Klai Yisrael that was Isaac and Periviyavya and if you're going to tell me that the case of Achirim is where by not being Isaac and Periviyavya there now is not 22,000 people in Klai Yisrael and that's why you caused that the Shechina was not Shaya Klai Yisrael then what's the difference between Achirim and Tanakama Ayin and Aruch how he learns our Gemara and we continue with the new Mishnah Nasi Isha Vishayim Esashan and Velo Yalda that if someone's married to a woman and he waited for 10 years and they didn't have any children, so then he can't be in battle from Periviria and therefore he either has to divorce her or marry another wife. And the Mishnah continues, Gersha, let's say he divorced her, that woman could go and marry another man and we don't say that she is not current, therefore she can't get married to another husband. The Shema Rishon, as Rashi says, because maybe the first husband wasn't Zeichah to have children from her, but maybe another man will be Zeichah. And the Mishnah says, And the second husband could also wait with her for another 10 years to see if she has a child. And the Mishnah says that although we said that you have to count 10 years, that 10 years does not start necessarily from the point that they get married. Because if they would get married and then afterwards she becomes pregnant and she actually has a miscarriage, then you wouldn't start the 10-year count from the point that they got married, but from the point that she had a miscarriage. And the Gemara begins and brings a bride a ton 
Rabbanu, we learn, Nasi Isha, if a man marries a woman, and he waits together with her for 10 years, and she doesn't give birth to a child, he gives her a get, but he has to pay her ksuba, and the din is that he has to go and get married to another wife, because maybe he just wasn't zeicha to have children from her, but from another wife, he would still have children. And Ayin Taisa, Diva Maschal, Yaitzivitin Ksuba, that Taisa brings in front of Gemara and Ksubas, that there's Machlaikas and Amrayim, Kishinasi Isha, Vishayimah, Eshashanim, and Kaifan Eisalahitim Lav, if it's actually a din, they have to give a get, or it's not based on fear, and if you want, you could give her a get, but you don't have to. And Taisa's is on the Mandama that says that you don't have to go and give her a get, because on our Gemara it says Yaitzi, which is Mashma Bikfia, it's Mashma that you force him to give her a get. And Taisa therefore says, Venura delay Mashma Yaitzi Likfia, Ela Hechasha Isal Isha Shalaikidin. Although generally, when we say that Yaitzi, it generally means that he is forced to give her a get, that's only where there was a reason why you had to give her a get based on some sort of Issa. But over here, we are just based on the fact that we wanted to go and do Piri so then it's not a din that you have to give her a get, but the Gemara is giving an Eitzah Taiva that you should give her a get and get married to another wife. And the Gemara continues, where do we know that there's a 10 year period of even though there's not a rhyme of Rosh we still have a remez in the Torah, as the Pasuk says, B'negea Avram, Vatikach Sarei, Eishas Avram, Eshar, Gahamitzah, Shifchasa, Miketz, Eshashanam, L'Shevus Avram, Be'eretz Kanan, and it was after 10 years that Avram dwelled already in Eretz Kanan, Vatitin Oisel Avram, Isha, Loyal Isha, and Sarai gave the Haga to Avram as his wife. So we see that after 10 years, that Avram went and got married to another wife in order to be Mekai in the Mitzvah Puru And the Gemara continues to explain that the reason why Avram only you did this after 10 years that he was in Eretz Kanan, to teach us that he didn't count any years that he was in Chutzlarts towards the count of the 10 years. And Rashi explains that all the many years that he was in Padre Ram, he didn't count because Avram felt that maybe the reason why they didn't have any children up until that point that they got to Kanan was because of Aver, that they lived in Chutzlarts, and maybe that was the reason why they were not Zechut to have children. But now that they lived in Eretz Kanan, so he counted 10 years and then he married Hagar. And to restrain him is that's mashup from this Gemara that if someone lives in Chutzlarts, this din wouldn't apply and there would not be a din of Kriya. And they respond that in Khanami, someone in Chutzlarts would not have a din of Kriya, but they could get divorced after 10 years. However, if you're in Eretz Israel, you have to get divorced after 10 years. Others explain that in Khanami, this din that we just mentioned was only because HaKadosh Baruch told him at first that Visham Eschel only in Eretz Israel you become a Gadol and you have children. However, when you're in Chutzlarts, you won't have children, and therefore, of course, the Gabi of and Sarai, he didn't start counting the 10 years until they got to Eretz Canaan. There are Medayik from the Lashon of Agamar that says, that's specifically talking about Loi to Avram Avinu, but in the Chanami for other people, even Yeshiva's Chutzlarts would be Oilam and Aminin. And the Gemara continues, and therefore, as long as there's a reason why you could be toiled that you didn't have children, for example, if a person is sick, or if the woman is sick, or even if both of them are in a jail, then this would not count towards that 10 year period. And Rashi says, So therefore, we see that we could be titled on anything that's holding back pregnancy. The same din would apply. And Imiri says that the reason why Agamar says, is as a great Kiddush, that even though both are together in a jail cell, and really there's no reason why they couldn't have children at that point, but we're going to be titled that since it's not normal to have Bia in a jail cell, therefore, we're going to say that those years would not count towards the 10-year period. And the Gemara continues, Amalei Rav Lerav Nachman, Rav says to Rav Nachman, why do you learn from Avram and you say 
it's a 10-year period, let's learn from Yitzhak, and we see that you have up to 20 years, as it says in the Pasuk, that Yitzhak was 40 years old when he married Rivka, and then it says, but let us say some, that when Yaakov and Esau were born, Yitzhak was 60 years old, so you see there was 20-year period, and even more so, as Rashi says, you see that Yitzhak waited 20 years, and he still didn't get married to another woman, so you see that even by 20 years, maybe you wouldn't even have to get married to another woman, and the Gemara answers, Yitzchak was sterile, and since he was an Akar, so therefore, of course, there was no din for him to get divorced or to marry another woman, because even if he would marry another woman, it would be partial that he wouldn't be able to have children in any case. And since the reason why they didn't have children was because of Yitzchak, therefore Yitzchak didn't get married to another wife. But the Gemara asks, How can you bring Uriah from Avram that he got married after 10 years? The Maise, as we'll see shortly in the Gemara, Avram Avinu was also an Akar at that point, and L'chayr, by the fact that Avram Avinu got married after 10 years of being with Sarah in Canaan, L'chayr should not be a Raya either. And the Gemara therefore makes a differential between the Pasuk by Avram Avinu and the Pesukim by Yitzhak. The Pasuk by Avram Avinu where it says, Mikates Eseshonim L'shavis Avram Be'eretz Canaan is extra because we'd be able to figure out that it was already 10 years after Avram Avinu came to Eretz Canaan. And since this Pasuk is extra, therefore we learn from here that after 10 years a person has to go and take another wife. But in reality, Yitzhak was an Akar and that's the reason why he didn't go and get married to another woman after 10 years. And don't tell me that we should still learn from the Pasuk that says by Yitzchak, which shows us that after 20 years, he still did not go and take another wife because that Pasuk is not extra. Because that Pasuk is needed for the Limud Why is it that the Torah taught us that Yishmael died at 137 years old in order for us to be able to count the years of Yaakov and we'll be able to realize that Yaakov Avinu learned in the Shiva of Shem Eva for 14 years because we'll see that there's 14 years missing from Yaakov's life as we learned at the end of the first parak of Masechus Begillah on Daphne Zayim and Aleph where it goes through the entire sugya to prove that Yaakov Avinu was Nitman Be'ez Shem Eva for 14 years after Be'echaz Yitzchak and we won't go through that entire Gemara in Masechus Begillah but basically the idea was that since at the time that Yitzchak gave birth to Yaakov and Esau Yitzchak was 60 years old therefore we know that at that point Yishmael was 74 years old and since we know that at the time that Yaakov ran away from his parents' house after Yitzchak gave him the brachas that that was the point that Yishmael died because that's what the Torah says right afterwards so therefore we know that since Yishmael was 137 at that point minus the 74 that Yishmael was when Yaakov was born so Yaakov at that point when he ran away from the house of his father was 63 years old I ain't in the Gemara Megillah but the main point is that the Gemara Megillah learns from here that Gadol Talmud Torah but the fact that Yaakovino had the right to go and learn Torah and he wasn't punished for those 14 years he was only punished for the 22 years that he was in base Lavan therefore we see that Gadol Talmud Torah he's bothered with the question that should be bothering all of us we always learned that Rivka was 3 years old when Yitzchak married her Ashi says in the Torah that after she got married she couldn't have children for another 10 years till she became a Gdaila and then Yaakov had a child within the next 10 years because he was 60 years old. And therefore, why is the Gemara asking that we should learn from Yitzchak that it's a longer period than 10 years? Yitzchak also wasn't longer than 10 years. As Tyson says, that it's actually Medrashim that a 
and therefore Gemara is saying, according to that medrash that holds, that Rivka was not three, but she was a G'dayla already at the point that she got married, so it should be Shver from Yitzchak. And then Taisus says another Tarish, that even if it's true that Rivka was three years old, the Gemara teaches us in Mesech the Sanhedrin that in the earlier days they were able to have children even when they were younger than 12, and therefore the Gemara is asking a very valid question, that we should bring a right from Rivka that you were able to stay married for longer than 10 years without taking another wife. And this question if Rivka was three years old or if she was older is actually something that we actually had on Daf Samach Alpha and Bez, Ayin Shum, where it's Mashman that the Gemara felt that Rivka was a Naira at the point she met Eliezer Evan Avram and Ayin Taisa over there, Diva Maskel, Bechino Imer, Ba Naira, Tavis Marim Oid, where Taisus discusses the same idea as to how old Rivka was at the point that she met Eliezer Evan Avram. And the Gemara continues, Amr Bitzchak, Bitzchak states, Yitzchak Avino, Akaha Yitzchak Avino, at the point that he didn't have children, he was an Akka, he was sterile. Shnemad says the Pasuk, Vayeta Yitzchak Lashem, Lenechach Ishtai, and the Gemara explains, Al Ishtai Lenechach, it doesn't say that Yitzchak Davin Tashem for his wife, but the Pasuk says they daven to Hashem opposite his wife. This teaches us that at that time both of them were Akurim and therefore Yitzchak was daven to Hashem to heal himself as well as Rivka and Rivka was daven to Hashem to heal her as well as Yitzchak. And the Gemara asks if that's true, why does it say that Hashem listened to him? It just say Baruch listened to both of them and both of them were now healed and they were able to have children. Ashi explains so if you're going to say that it was only Yitzchak davening for his wife because she was da'akara, that Hashem listened to him because he was davening for her, and then Rivka gave birth. If he was davening for himself as well, it means that they were both davening for each other in opposite corners, and you say, because Baruch listened to both of them. On that, the answer is, and in the Chanami, when the Kaj Baruch came to listen to them, he only listened to Yitzchak Avinu's tefillah because it's greater the tefillah of a tzaddik ben tzaddik than the tefillah of a tzaddik ben rasha. And the Gemara tells us another member from Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak, why was it that our forefathers were all akarim that they couldn't have children at one point and then they had to be misspelled to have children? Because the Kaj Baruch desires the tefillahs of the tzaddikim. And the Gemara continues, why is it that the tefillah of a tzaddikim is considered and it's compared to a shovel or some say a pitchfork because just like a shovel moves around from one place to another that also the tefillah of a tzaddik could turn over the midas of a kajbaruch from anger to a midas of a and over here also because of the tefillah of Yitzhak it says which is a lush of a of a shovel or a pitchfork in order to teach us this lesson that because of the tefillah of Yitzchak, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was able to go and change the Metzias, and even though up until that point, Yitzchak and Rivka both could not have children, however, the Metzias changed, and they were able to have children. And the Gemara continues that we mentioned before that both Avram and Sarah were unable to have children originally. So, Avram and Sarah, Avram and Sarah were really Tumtum. You weren't able to tell if Avram and Sarah were male or female, as the Zachrus and the Nakvus were covered over. And Taisus points out that even though it's true that Avram and Sarah originally were Tumtum, but 
Lamaisa, when they got married, it must be they had a procedure and now they were not Tumtum anymore and they were able to tell if they were Zachor the Keva. And Taisus brings down from Parak Earl on that Pe'al from an Alf, that Tumtum Shinikra, Aimbalib, that Tumtum, even though he has a procedure, now you can tell if he's Zachor in the Keva, he cannot have children and he's still considered Akka. For Oi, that feel Rabbanan Nami, the Pligilal, Lashriach Shiyalib, even according to Rabbanan, they argue and they say that you're not necessarily an Akka, but it's still not Shriach that they should have children. And that's why the Gemara asked the question and the Gemara said that Avram Avinu was also an Akka and Sarah was also an Akara. And how do we see that Avram and Sarah were Tumtum Shinam? It says in Pasuk in Shaya, and this is Perak Nunal of Pasuk Alv, and we continue at Dam Samach Dalam Abayz, Habitu Atzor Chutzaftam, Alakiv was born in the Kartam. The Pasuk says that you should look at the rock to which you were cut from, and from the hollow of the pit from which you were dug. And the next Pasuk says, Habitu Alavram Abicham, Belsara to Chaylalchem. And the Mashal explains that this second Pasuk is an explanation of the first Pasuk, and it teaches us that look at Avram, your father, and to Sarah, who gave birth to you. And the Psukimah teaches us that although Avram and Sarah were not able to have children originally, and their Zachos and Nakvas were covered over, but now they were created, a new Zachos had created a Nakvas at that point, and that gave them the ability to have children. Amram Nachman, Amram Bavua, Sarah Yimenu, Islanders say so that Sarah was an Islanders, Shinema, it says in the positive, that Sarah was barren, and she didn't have any children. Now, that's extra because, of course, if she was Akara, then she didn't have any children. And if we learn, Afilu-based Vlad, she didn't even have a womb at that point, and then miraculously, she was able to have a child. The only time we said you have to wait 10 years is only in the earlier generations when they lived very long years, and therefore they had many years to have children. That nowadays, in the later generations, when we have less years, and therefore there's a danger that a person will die without having had children, since a person's childbearing years are much shorter, therefore we shorten the period that you're allowed to wait until you take another wife or you divorce your first wife and therefore all the year is now is two and a half years which is connected three pregnancy periods and of course a pregnancy period is nine months so nine times three pregnancy periods is 27 months and then you need one month each for you make Tumma Bataira which therefore equals 30 months which is two and a half years and the Gemara continues Rava Amram Nachman Rava says Nachman I agree with you they have a shorter period nowadays but I say not two and a half years but Shalshan you get three years connected Shalsh Pekidus because then you'll have three Rosh Hashanahs, which uh, you have three tries to be remembered on Rosh Hashanah. As we learned in Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah, Sarah Rachel and Chana were remembered in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, a person has three years and three tries to daven on Rosh Hashanah in order to be remembered to have children. And if he doesn't have children in those three years, then you have to divorce your wife. That we do not agree with this idea. And nowadays also, you have a full ten years prior to having to divorce your wife. And he brings Uriah, Mechdi, let's see, Mastisan man talking Rebbe, who was Mesakin Armishnais, of course, it's Rebbe. And Rebbe, of course, was after David Amelch, for he made David in Maishani. And as we know that at the time of David Amelch already, the years of a person were already shortened, as it says in Kapitel Tzadik, that a person lives generally 70 years. And since clearly we see that at the time of Rebbe, people lived a shorter lifespan, and still Rebbe said that you have 10 years, so therefore we know that even Bedoyah Sachrenim, we still have 10 years, and we don't have these smaller shurim of two and a half or three years. And Titus just points out that even though Kapitel Tzadik is Tfilu L'Mesha, which seems it was in the time of Mesha Rabbeinu, but Titus says, Afagad Dahikrav, but Tfilu L'Mesha Ksiv, but Mistama David Amru, but Mistama David was the one who said this Kapitel, Shemitzinu Shechai Kach, because we know that David Amalek lived 70 years, Av Mesha Mitzinu Shechai Yaisa, but we know that Mesha Rabbeinu lived 120 years. And the Gemara continues, we send a Raisa, Yaitzi V 
eating ksuba, you have to give her ksuba. Why is it that you have to give her ksuba? Because maybe the reason why you didn't have children is because of the male. Maybe the reason why you didn't have children is because of her, and therefore you shouldn't get a ksuba. And the Gemara says, that since a woman is not chayib in pirvivya, therefore it is not something that would bother her, and therefore that would not be an einish. And if a kodesh baruch is giving someone an einish that they're not having children, it must be because of the male. And the Gemara continues, we said if someone was married and wasn't zayich to have a child, he should make sure to get remarried. In fact, Gemara Aini is that true? But Rabbanon said to Rabbi Abba After he was already married once and he didn't have children, they told him go get married to another wife and have children. And Rabbi Abba said back to Rabbanon, if I would have been zayich. So I would have had for my first wife and I don't have to get remarried. So Gemara says, Really, a person has to get remarried and make sure they have children because even though they were in Zeichov and the first wife, potentially be Zeichov and the second wife. However, over here, he was just pushing them off because he knew that he wasn't able to have children. As we said before, also became an Akka based on the learning and the Shir of Rav Huna, which took a long time and people did not want to have chutzpah and get up to go to the bathroom and by holding themselves back from going to the bathroom they became sterile and they couldn't have children and the Gemara now brings other Amrayim that became sterile from the Shear of Rav Huna Rav Gidol Yaakim Yipirkid Rav Huna also Rav Gidol became sterile from the Shear of Rav Huna Rav Chalba Yaakim Yipirkid Rav Huna Rav Sheshis Yaakim Yipirkid Rav Huna as we said before and the Gemara now brings that Rav Achba Yaakov Achba Yaakov is also a Talmud of Rav Huna but he became sick from a disease called Suschinisa Taluya Ba'azabe Rav and he put himself on a cedar plank in Yeshiva Rav and some sort of a green discharge came out of his body and by doing this he was healed and he did not become an Akar and Amr Rav Achabai Yaakov she's in Sabi Avina Rav Achabai Yaakov said we were 60 Tamid Chamim in the Shia Rav Huna the Kuli Yaakov me picked Rav Huna and all 60 of these Tamid Chamim became sterile from the Shia Rav Huna except for myself the Kaim Ben Avshai HaChachmat Chai Balea but because I had Chachma therefore I was able to continue my life and be able to get over the sickness and be healed and the Gemara continues to quote from Mishnah Gershu Mutaris that even after her first husband divorced her she's allowed to marry a second husband and then she could wait and be with him for another 10 years and the Gemara says the Mashmais of the Mishnah is Shani and she's only allowed to marry a second husband but Shlishi Loi but she's not allowed to marry a third husband because at that point it would be Chazaka that she can't have children so the Gemara says Masisa money who's our Mishnah going like Rebbe it must be going like the Sheet of Rebbe the time we learned to the Brisa Mala Arisha Mace if someone does Mila to a first child and then that child dies Shani Mace and then the mother does Mila to the second child and he dies as well Shlishi Loi Samol the Rebbe Rebbe holds that the third one already, you can't do Milo to this Chazaka, then he potentially will die, and therefore it's Sakanas Nefashas. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Oyma, Shlishi Tamar, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel argues and says that the third one you could do Milo to. Reveal someone, but if it's already by the fourth one, then you can't do Milo, because only after three, then the Chazaka takes place, and by the fourth you can't do Milo. In fact, Gemara, Batani Ipra, we have a Bryson which says exactly the opposite. The Rebbe holds Shlishi Tamar, Reveal Samal, and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that even the third you can't do Milo, and the Gemara now points out, okay, now we're not sure which one of these shittas are Rebbe and which one's Rebbe Shimon Gamliel let's see which of these members that have the different girsas is the last member and then we'll know that that's the proper girsa the Gemara says Tashma because Rabbi Ba'aba said the name Rabbi and Rabbi was a later one of the Amrayim it was a story with four sisters in Tzipari Shemal Rishonu 
Umeis, that one of the sisters went and did Mila to a child, and then that child died. Shni Umeis, and then the second sister had a child, and she also did Mila to that child, and he died. Shlishis Umeis, and then there was a third child from a third wife, from a third sister, and he also died. Revius, and by the fourth child, Basil Fnei Rab Gamliel, they came from Shimon Gamliel, Amalah, and he said to his fourth mother, Altamayli, don't do Mila to him, because at this point, since three of your sisters already had children that died from Mila, so it's a chazaka that your family has some sort of a sickness that they die from Mila and that they can't stop the bleeding. And therefore, Rav Shimon Gamliel said that you now do Mila to this child. So we see that Rav Shimon Gamliel, the Mandam, that says that only after three times do we have the chazaka. But the Gemara now says that Lachari, there's no riot from Rav Shimon Gamliel because Vidilma, Yasi Shlishis Nami, have Amala, that if the third mother would have come and asked a question, he would have also said to her that since you already had two sisters that had Mila and both their children died, therefore you can't go and do Mila. And we still can't be sure what the sheet of Rav Shimon Gamliel is and what the sheet of Rebbe is. But the Gemara says, Im Kain, if that's true, then really Rav Shimon Gamliel would have said this by the third mother as well, then Maya seduced Rav Chiyah Ba'aba, what the Edith that Rav Chiyah Ba'aba is saying, L'chayim must be, Rav Chiyah Ba'aba actually checked out with Rabbi Echon exactly what the story was, and he realized that the sheet of Rav Shimon Gamliel was that only after three we have this Chazaka. But the Gemara says, Bedilma HaKamash, well, maybe the Edith of Rav Chiyah Ba'aba is actually teaching us a Chiddush, that even though these were different sisters and different families, still there's a chazaka on the fourth family, and we say that you can't do Mila, because you may think that the only time we say the chazaka and you can't do Mila is only if there's one woman that has multiple children, then we say this chazaka that these children potentially will have this problem, and therefore we don't allow them to do Mila after the third or fourth time. But maybe if it's separate families, maybe we wouldn't say that. Kamash one, the chiddush is that Rav Shimon said this, even when there were separate sisters that had these babies. And therefore, in a Chanami at this point, we're not sure what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds and what Rabbi holds. And the Gemara continues, Amr Now that we said that even sisters have this Chazaka, that a person shouldn't marry a wife, not from a family where the family has a history that children from this family are born with epilepsy, and not from a family where there's a history that the children have leprosy. And of course, this is where there's a Chazaka of three times, and the Rishonim explained that this Lakuli Amma, Bein Lefi Rebbe and Bein Lefi Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Ben the Gate of Mishpachos and Ben the Gate of Sisters, you have to have a Chazaka of three times. And the Gemara says, My Havi Allah, what is the Psak? Do we say that three is a Chazaka or is it two that's a Chazaka? He asked Rabbi Yisroel by Yosef, when Rabbi Yisroel by Yosef came from Eretz Yisrael, Oma of the Havi Kamei Rabbi Yisroel, the story in front of Rabbi Yisroel, Beknishtu the Ma'ayim Beayim Kapur Shcholius Bishabes in the basic classes of the Ma'ayim Anim Kapurim, and it was on Shabbos Umalu Rishon Umais, and there was a Mila of the first child and the child died. Shni Umais and then the second child also died. Shlishis Balafanov and then for the third child that came in front of Rabbi Echon Amalani said to them, what mother you could go and do Mila on your kippah that fell on Shabbos because we don't have a Chazaka yet since only two of the children died. So you see that it was even Deicha Shabbos and also they said he should do a Mila and that even though two of the children already died he did not consider the Pekuch Nefashis. Amalani Abai Abai says Chazi the Kasharis Isur Vesikanta be sure that your Edis is correct as you're being Mata, a serious Issa Duraisa of being Michal Shabbos and being Michal Yom Kippurim, because if you really can't do Mila over here, then you can be Michal Issa Duraisa and do Malacha on Shabbos, which is of course also the only time that it's Mutter to do Malacha and do Mila is only for Mila Bismani. And also, if your Edis is incorrect, then you're causing a major Sakonis Nefashis for this child. And the Gemara says, Samachal Abaya, Lemaisa Abaya was Saimach on this Edis of Rabbi Yitzchak by Yosef. And Abayah went and married 
the Chuma, who was the daughter of Isi, Brady Rabbi Yitzchuk, Brady Rabbi Huda. And even though this woman Chuma did not spare to Pabdisa B'Shachav, she was originally married to Rechava from Pabdisa, and he died. And she also was married to Rabbi Yitzchuk, Brady Rabbi B'Chana B'Shachav, and he also died. And at that point, since Chuma was only married to two husbands that died, therefore Abaye felt like we had the Edis of Rabbi Yitzchuk by Yosef, that there's no problem to go and marry her. V'Nazbahu, and Abaye went and married her, V'Shachav, and Abaye died. And Amr Rabbi said about Abaye, is it possible that Abaye should do such a dangerous thing and go and do Sakonis and Fashas to himself? But he himself said, that I rely on Oven's Edis from Rabbi Yechon because he's someone that you could be Saimichon. Yitzchak Sumka, however, about Rabbi Yitzchak by Yosef, he said, that you can't be Saimichon, his Agadis Edis, about Rabbi Yechon said. And why is that? Because Oven Yeshna Bechazara, Oven always knew what Rabbi Yechon said, as Rashi says, either because he was always doing Chazara and he always remembered what he learned from Rabbi Yechon, or Lashon Acher Rashi says, Matzikal Shalafne Rabbi Yechon, he was always in front of Rabbi Yechon, Vimchaz by Rabbi Yechon, if Rabbi Yechon would have been Chazim, Shem Dava, Shem Atchila, Shemaya Oven, Vichazagam Hubai, then the Oven would have known that Rabbi Yechon was Chazim, and therefore his Haggadah's Edis were always pure. However, Yitzhak Sumka, in the Chazar, the Haggadah's Edis of Rabbi Yitzhak by Yosef in the name of Rabbi Yechon is not as pure because he didn't Chazar over the teachings of Rabbi Yechon, or he wasn't always around Rabbi Yechon, and therefore he wasn't sure if Rabbi Yechon actually was Chazim on something that he said originally. And another question is that how did Abai rely on the Haggadah's Edits of Rabbi Yitzchak by Yosef from Rabbi Yechon that was discussing a case of Mila? That is very good that he would say such a thing in Benigay Mila. And over there by Mila, we were talking about three different wives and three different women. And over there, maybe we were Mako and we said that the only time that you have the Chazaka is only if there are three deaths from three different women. But over here, we were talking about one woman that was married to two men and they both died. That would be enough reason that Abai should not have gotten married to this woman. And the Gemara says on this last Shaila in that there is no chilip between Mila and Nisriyim because Vatanya, Nisriyim, Lurisha, and Mace, if you marry one man and he dies, Lashani, Mace, and then you marry a second man and he dies, Lashishi, Laitinasi, Divri Rebbe, and to the third man you cannot get married, those are the words of Rebbe, Rabshim Gamliel, and even in the case of Nisriyim, Rabshim Gamliel argues on Rebbe, and he says, Lashishi, Tinasi, she could get married to a third husband, Lurvi, Laitinasi, but she cannot get married to a fourth husband. And the Gemara continues, Bishlam, Gabi, Mila, Ikam, Shbach, the Rafi, Dhamma, the Ikam, Shbach, the Kamad Dhamma, we understand by Mila, why this Chazaka works because there are certain Mishpachas that have a genetic disease and they're hemophiliacs and therefore at the time of birth it's potentially a danger for them to do Mila and there are also Mishpachas that have good blood and therefore we understand why if you see that there's a Mishpacha where three sisters have children that die by Mila that we actually make a Xeria and we say that you can't get married after that because it's Sakhans and Fashas El Nesuyim Ay Taima but Benagay Nesuyim Lechera it seems to be just a happenstance and therefore why is it relevant if a woman was married to multiple husbands and they die, then we'd say at some point that she can't get married any further. So that it could be that based on Habia, for some reason that causes death to this husband, and she has some sort of a kiss of death that causes them to die. And therefore, once again, there is a chazaka once she is either married to two men or to three men, that afterwards she can't get married to any other men because you see that she caused them to die. That the fact that they die if they marry her, you see that her mazel causes people to die. And the Gemara says, "My benau, what's the community between these two taimim?" And the Gemara says, "Ikabenau, the irso miss." Either in a case that this woman only had kedushim with these men and then they died, so therefore we see it's not based on mayan goyim. And the only way we could say that the problem afterwards to get remarried is based on mazel goyim, like Rav Ashi said. Inami, 
or in a situation where a woman was married to a man and the man didn't die from a sickness which may come from Mayan Goyim it may come from some sort of reaction towards having a relationship with her but he died by falling off of a tree and that's the way he died so over there again there's no problem with Mayan Goyim but according to Rav Ashi we still have a problem because it was Basla Goyim the son of Rav said to Rav at one time I asked Rabbi Yisif is that Allah like Rabbi and he told me yes that Allah follows Rabbi and after two times we have a Chazaka and Allah like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and another time I asked is that Allah like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and he told me that Allah follows Rabbi Shimon Gamliel so is he making fun of me and Taisus points out I'm a read then he asked is that Allah like Rabbi all like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Yisif responded that Allah follows both Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and according to Taisus he didn't ask him at two separate times he asked him at one time but the bottom line is the same that Rabbi Yisif felt that Rabbi Yisif was making fun of him and Amalei Lai Rabbi responded to his son Rabbi Yisif of course Rabbi Yisif is not making fun of you but since there are many different Stam Mishnas therefore he wanted to go and explain to you and say sometimes we pass like Rabbi and sometimes we pass like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel by the case of the student and by Malchus like we'll explain in a moment we go like Rabbi and after two it's considered a Chazaka by Vestas and by Sharmud, we pass like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel that the only time it's a Chazaka is only after three and not after two and the Gemara explained the Suyin Hadamar and the Suyin is based on Mishnah we said Stam is Kirebi that she can get married only twice but after the second time she can no longer get married because we have a Chazaka and Malchus what's the case by Malchus the time we learned to Mishnah Misha Laka Vishana Bezim Kaisa is Lakipa that if someone went and did a Avera twice and on that Avera which was a Chiv of Kharis he got Malchus and then he went and did it again then Bezin right away will put him into a keeper which was a small room and then they would give him certain types of food and then they would give him Bali which would cause his stomach to blow up and therefore he would die and as Rashi says if he was Chayza and he did this Avera a third time the Mexican that after he already had Malchus twice and he doesn't change his mind and doesn't do tshuva and he does the same Avera a third time that's already considered a Russia and we kill him in this fashion once again we see from this Mishnah that this was done after two times and the Halacha follows Rebbe in this case and the Gemara now continues with two cases where we pass like Rav Shimon Gamliel and the only way to have Chazaka is only after three times Vestais the Tran by Vestais of a woman it's from the Mishnah that the Mishnah says Isha Kavasla Vest and we turn that a woman is not Kaveya herself a Vest until a period comes at that same fixed period of time for three times and also she cannot become tar from the Vest and we consider the Vest Kavua even if she goes and misses one of those Vestites until she goes and uproots that Vest for three times and let's see Rashi that Kavasla Vest that in order to be Saimich that her period will come at a very specific time in order that she has a Din that at that moment is when we have a Chazaka that her blood started and her period started any woman who has a Vest Kavua and we are not mitame any of a tires they touch within the last 24 hour period if she already was conveyed and she has a we also say that she was considered tummy at that point because we have a chazaka that likely her vest came at that moment and therefore she was tummy at the t- time that she touched those tires and the same holds true once she has a vest even if she sees the next two times at a different time and therefore it's showing us that Lemaisa 
she doesn't have a Veskavua any longer, that's not able to be mevatel the Veskavua, and the only way to be mevatel the Veskavua is only if her period comes at a different period of time than her previous Veskavua for three different times. So in this case, we see that there's a Mishnah that's a Stam Mishnah like Rav Shimon Gamliel that you have to wait three times in order to have Chazaka, and also by Shar Mu'ad, the time we learned in the Mishnah, ain't Ashar Nasa Mu'ad, that Ashar did not become Mu'ad, and there's no Chiv of Nezek Shalim, and you only pay Chetzi Nezek, until you warn the owner of that Shar three times, so you see that you need three times in order to create a Chazaka by the Din of Shar Mu'ad, and Taizu points out, the Shar Mu'ad, Rebbe Loi Polagat Kra, Rebbe is not Chalik over there because it's actually from Sukkim, El Klaima, Hasa Miskaimin of Rebbe Shimon Gamliel, over there we go, like the words of Rebbe Shimon Gamliel, the Lemischazik El Batlasimni, that the only way to have a Chazaka is only after three times, and we will stop over here.